Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to this May 14th, 2015 edition of the Everything is Energy show. This is your host, Judy Greeno, here, as always, to talk about the AIM program of energetic balancing with its developer, Stephen Lewis. Stephen is also the co-author of Sanctuary, the Path to Consciousness, which chronicles the decades of private practice and research and work that, that preceded the launch of the AIM program. As always, we encourage everyone to get that book. You can get it just about anywhere. You can get it. Uh, it's available on Kindle as well. You can get it on a six CD set from, from the EMC Squared office. You can contact your facilitator to do that. And if you think you don't have time to read a book, you can finish it in, in an uh, afternoon anyway. We have even got the <laughs> prologue. <laughs> That's what I did, an afternoon, and it was a great afternoon. Anyway, we have the prologue and the two epilogues, which are really the part of the book that elaborate on the, the AIM program uh, when it launched and, and give you a little more details on the mechanics of that. So those are all available on all our websites, aimprogram.com, or your facilitator's website, still one of the best resources that we're going to be referring people to again and again and again to help them understand everything about the AIM program and, most importantly, their role. As we begin today, we want to remind our listeners that AIM energetic balancing is not medicine or what we tend to think of as traditional health care, and it does not diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure disease. EMC Squared's holographic spiritual technology helps you heal energetic imbalances in consciousness where everything is created and where all true healing occurs. Only you can heal you. AIM assists you in doing so 24-7. Imbalances in consciousness are what EMC Squared believes to be the predispositions or potentials for eventual negative manifestation unless healed by you. Once healed from your consciousness, hereditary imbalances are gone for good and can neither manifest nor be passed on to offspring. Hence the phrase, become the first in the history of your family with no family history. Just as every individual is unique, we remind everyone that each AIM participant's healing experience is unique to them. When discussing energetic imbalances that have names that are the same as or that are similar to names of diseases, remember we work with and are talking about energetic imbalances only, not about actual diseases. The same in discussing what a given frequency is similar to, as we do every Thursday on this show. Remember we're referring to a frequency or frequencies a given new hereditary imbalance is found to be similar to. And as we do not perform physical tests of any kind, we cannot and do not confirm or dispute any medical diagnosis. Stephen, good morning, sir. I know you've been busy already. <laughs> yeah, I have been busy. But, you know, I was, I was just thinking while you were going through that um, disclaimer mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, Disclosure. Disclosure, we call it. I don't see the difference, really. But that's... <laughs> um, if you like to play with words, there's a difference, but it's the same. Um, I saw an article in Google yesterday, Google News yesterday that uh, two things. There is a tremendous increase in spirituality. Now, anybody who has any kind of self-help programs or anything of that sort, uh, Wayne Dyer type stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Knows that. Right. Because, you know, where... They used to speak to an audience of like a hundred. Now they're on mainstream television. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, what it is is there, and you can't argue with that. 
But at the same time, this article pointed out there's a tremendous, tremendous lapse and deficiency and diminution in the number of people uh, who are Christians. Yeah, identified with a specific religion, right? That's what it came down to. They said Christians, Mm -hmm. you read into it, it said specific religions. Yep, yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. It's a a Christian in this country because the U.S. is primarily a Christian country. Mm-hmm. But uh, it comes down to who have a specific religion, and yet there's an increase in spirituality. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really interesting because yeah. all movements that are real will come from the people, right? And they come in almost uh, uh, inarticulate manner. People will make moves with their lives, major moves and not even be aware of the difference in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, if somebody doesn't notice that they're doing all this self-help stuff and stop going to church, they haven't noticed it, mm-hmm. if that seems possible. Well, it is, and it does, but that's what that comes down to. And mm-hmm. uh, I, find, I, I find that to be extraordinary. And uh, when you think about it, all the... All the, the the consequences of different things. I mean, back in the day when my 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 mom and dad, they were both or each one of many kids in their family. Then they got together and they had a family with one kid. <laughs> my, that's me. My next door neighbors had one kid. The one on the other side had one kid. And going up and down the block, there's one family had two kids. Another family had two kids. But it wasn't like it used to be with like seven, eight. My father was the youngest in the family of like 12 or so. Um, And something has created that awareness. Mm -hmm. As spirituality increases and religion decreases in its uh, value in people's lives, will the number of children they have decrease? Mm. That's a real question. Mm-hmm. Now, the Catholic Church is well on record as being against that. Um, because the more kids you have, the more Catholics you have. Yeah. And yet, Catholicism is almost is relatively no power in the U.S. now. It's really a third world. It's it's in the third world. Latin America is very, very strong. And they still have tons of kids. I mean, everything is connected, but you have to look for the dots. Right. I mean, if you don't look for the dots, so nothing's connected. But it is all connected. You just have to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. The, dots, the dots are there. Connect them. Yep, I like that. Have to look for the dots. Yeah, well, or the dots are there. Make sure you connect them. <laughs> uh, that's that's the point. So that's part of what I thought about when I read this article yesterday. Mm-hmm. Because it's not that people 
are not involved in spirituality anymore. Not the case at all. But they are not as involved in organized religion. This is a big problem for organized religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but organized religion may be a big problem for many other aspects of our lives. I mean, you know, uh, the easiest person to pick on is the Catholic Church because they've been the most articulate about it. Right. Being against abortion, being in favor of huge families, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they, yeah. they, they made themselves the obvious scapegoat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, but, I, uh, when I read that article, Stephen, I, I was thinking, you see advertised a lot on TV, the, um, there's, there's a gazillion different, you know, like Match.com websites <laughs> out there, and there's, there's one called ChristianMingle.com, but yeah, on the other, the, other, the other side of that, you have a lot of these, a lot of websites where when, if you're filling out the, the profile, one of the options is um, if you want to specify a religion, but one of the options is, and I quote, spiritual slash not religious. That's actually one of one of the one of the options. I got such. A, I saw that you know some years ago on on one of the websites um, that a friend had mentioned to me. But it's just it's interesting um, the the different options and and what is happening in the world. I'm I'm glad you well, mentioned I see that. that well, the, the irony there is it should not be spiritual slash not religious. Spiritual is one choice and mm-hmm. um, not religious. Uh, or not spiritual should be another choice. In fact, I could see it being not really spiritual or spiritual but not religious. And the last choice is not interested. <laughs> there you go. Indeed. Uh, it's true, you know. I mean, a lot of people just don't give a damn, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's their choice. Yep. Um, so... Anyway, uh, that's, you know, it's very funny. You read an article, and, and so you read it, I read it, and that's what we were thinking about, you know. Mm-hmm. It's because this stuff does come from the people, from society, and yet society can't put it into words. Right. They do put it into deeds. Like they'll say, let's go hear Wayne Dyer, or let's go hear this or that, or Steve Lewis, or Michael Beckford, or whoever it is. Um, and they they kind of are slipping back on attending their services, but they don't put it together in a thought, but it's there. So anyway, that's my thought uh, I had during your reading of our disclaimer slash disclosure. See, that's, that's the other purpose of that, gives you time to ponder. <laughs> right, that's what I need. Well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and make sure understand a, the root of, of the word ponderous. <laughs> well, and I'm gonna put a little plug in here too for last week's call. If anybody listening today missed it, um, where you you took the time to highlight a couple of key uh, concepts that we have in there, and and the reasons why we read that thing every every week. So I want to just just mention that because I was happy that you did that. So, with that, are we ready to move on to newly found hereditary frequencies now in the database? We're ready to move on to the past. Let's do it. <laughs> All righty. Well, 
let's see. According to my notes here, the last one, the last frequency we talked about last week was 8556. You had actually just found it, I believe, um, that morning. It was added to the AIM trays on the 7th. So I, I show three that um, I learned about on the 12th, which was Tuesday, and then you already told me that you found another one this morning. So we've got four hereditary frequencies to go over? No, you said 56. That would mean there's 66, mm -hmm. 17, 27. Mm -hmm. Do you know about 37 yet? Uh, I don't. Okay, well, if you do, you're still behind because there's also 47. Okay, 37, and okay, so I'm behind. Okay, unless I missed a notification, which, you know, it's possible. Regardless. Uh, it's, it's possible, or um, Roberta didn't get it out in time, or it's also happened, I haven't told Roberta. If I find something <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like after 4 o'clock, it's not going to go on aim. Yeah. That's right. Okay. There, there, that last possibility is is there too. We have to remember and that. And so, <laughs> I can be working at four thirty, five o'clock, mm -hmm. and say, "Okay, well, I'll tell her in the morning." Yep. And of course, in the morning, I don't even remember my name. <laughs> yeah, I just I just looked, and the last update we had was dated the twelfth. So, so there's two more that you're gonna tell me about with along with everybody else right. this morning. Yeah, that's okay. the reason, in my mind, the reason for monogram clothing is because in the morning you can't remember your name. And so it gives you a little bit of a hint. <laughs> Indeed. All right, sir. So, but though, sticking with what you've got, the last thing you know is 8556, okay? And that means that we now begin with 8566. Correct. Which is just our address for something. And it is Riquetzio. And as such... Um, it was pretty strong, but pretty brief also. And it was similar to, first of all, Twee. But Twee is always strong because it's endemic syphilis, which is just like regular syphilis without the fun. Uh, and also Western equine encephalitis. And so it hits very hard. So there's that. Then it was also similar to cystic fibrosis, which is another joy. Mm. All right. And last, and in this case, I would say least, was similar to listeriosis, which is intestinal primarily. Um, it didn't, no, I didn't, I've seen a few people with this. No one talked about their digestive problems. So, but again, this is hereditary similar to that, so I don't right. know. Mm -hmm. All right. So anyway, that is 8566, and for for the record, is it gone on everyone? Yeah, it's gone. Okay? And that brings us to... Now, that was, when was that found, Stephen? Uh, let's see. 8566 was found... On the eighth, and today is what? Today's the fourteenth. The eighth was Friday, so it might. Not, I'm not sure when it hit the main aim trays. We, I heard about it on the twelfth. 
So, so if it went on Monday, mm-hmm. then it would be gone. It would be reasonably gone, and most people would find everyone anyway. Soon, okay. Because mm-hmm. it's now Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I've checked it, I haven't seen any trace of it, okay. including in those uh, in whom I found it. But, of All course, right. uh, that, they were on the additional weekend anyway. Right. So, but I haven't seen it in anyone. So, there it is. And that brings us to something a little bit different. 8517. 8517 is very, very interesting. Um, first of all, it's fungal. And uh, they're usually kind of noteworthy and they're unusual and interesting. This fungus is most similar to polio. So it's going to be in the legs, the feet, you know, the, the back muscles, etc. Or anywhere once ago, but uh, it's almost always in the legs and, and feet, uh, cramping, etc. It's also, and this was found in the night, uh, which was, let's see. Saturday. Saturday, but it didn't go on AIM at all until Monday or Tuesday. I'm not mm-hmm. sure which. Yeah, I All think right? Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And it is still present in most people in whom I've found it. It's gone in some, but not everyone. Because the second thing it's similar to is a fungus. Um, let's see something. Return F11. And the fungus is a foot fungus. Okay? Maduromycosis. And what's interesting about that is, um, you know, a lot of people have foot odor. Right. It's just common. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you always hear about it. This seems to be the cause of it. Hmm. And uh, it remains to be seen. Will it all be gone when this is gone? We'll find out. Yeah, I think I, I think I checked quickly the other day, and there were like, for as long as the list I have, it goes back to 07, Stephen, there were like six frequencies that mentioned that. Maduro uh, mycosis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which means that there are six frequencies that you know of, that we know of, that are related to that foot odor and foot fungus, et cetera. Yeah, six. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Um, is this the last? I would hope so. But we're going to find out. We'll find out that we find out everything in time. And there are all fungal frequencies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you know, that's pretty much... Understood, you know, medically also, because you go and have a problem with your feet, they go, it's a fungus. Mm-hmm. But uh, they usually and often can't treat it. Uh, I've heard physicians say, well, it's in the tissues. Well, I know it's in the tissues. The tissues are in my foot. That's why I'm here, dummy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, 
Why would right. I come to see you if I had a fungus I kept in my drawer? <laughs> However, um, let's see what this means. I suspect it's pretty it's pretty powerful, and I suspect this may have some very deep meaning. Are there just real quick, Stephen? Outside of the foot odor, are there any other? particular foot issues that might be associated with this frequency? Well, yeah. People have uh, thick, kind of distorted, brittle nails, toenails. Mm, okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it could be fingernails, too, but it's not as likely because the fingernails are always exposed to the air, which is very healing. Right. But when your toes are always covered with socks and shoes, etc., Anything that can grow there will. Right. It's just a fertile you know, breeding ground. So that's what I have. Do you have anything else in mind? Um, I was just wondering about things that are sometimes common, like the um, like the athlete's foot. I guess that's something you can acquire as well. Or, um, you know, hard skin, calluses. Uh, well, that I don't know about, but it's... it's, it's I'll tell you the manifestations I do know about. Mm-hmm. An itching rash mm, okay. and destruction of tissue, drying out destruction. Ooh, okay. It's drying out, it, it gets, it's diseased, and it gets so hot that the topical skin dies, mm, and okay. you can flake it right off. And then what was underneath that is gets hot, and that gets flaked off, and so on and so on. Mm. And the nails, um, they just get thick and coarse and weird. Uh, I've seen a lot of people with this. And if you go, you go to the beach, if you, if you, instead of looking at legs and whatever, look at, look at, look at, look at uh, which is the norm, and I, I agree if that's the way it should be. If you just someday look at toes, you'll see how common this stuff is. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody really looks at toes much because, you know, a toe's a toe. You've seen one, you know. But they are different, and uh, and therein lies the difference, if you allow that. So that's 85.17, which brings us to 85.27. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're talking about stuff that's... Pretty much live. 8527, let's see. That was found on the 10th. Which was Sunday. So probably Sunday. went on the main trace the 12th. Monday or Tuesday, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't get a clear reading of what Roberta put on Monday. She got in the office very, very late, coming back from Arizona. So consequently, it's safe to say everything was on by Tuesday, mm-hmm. but it might might have been on on Monday. But these are hereditary things. It doesn't matter all that much. Um, but at any rate, 8527 is still there. And it is uh, it's something I know about, and I know it's still there. Because um, I was feeling it last night. And it is a rickettsial imbalance that's most similar to streptomaticus and propioni. 
also similar to B&B. B&B being bacillus serous and BC bovis, low back, hip joint. And so my low back's been bothering me, and I felt it last night lying in bed. And, uh, you know, I mean, I was awake. And so there you have it. Um, that fundamentally is what 8527 is about. Now, I have told Roberta, I believe, about the next one, which is 8537. Uh, also, um if it's on, and it may not be on, What's today's date, the 13th, the 14th? Today's 14th, uh-huh. Right, because it was found late in the day on the 13th. Was it too late to go on AIM? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I'll know that when I talk to her after this call. Uh, and, again, it's Rickettsial, similar to two things, twee and tularemia. Uh, so, we know about and tularemia just we should know about <laughs> that shows up a lot too but just just to describe it yeah it, what it is it's it's um it's in the bladder and it's in the bladder meridian which means it's going to cause urinary frequency urinary urgency and if you look at the bladder meridian it's up the leg back of the legs and the back and it causes muscle stiffness a lot of muscle tension. So that's 8520s. That's 8537. Okay. That was discovered on the 13th. And there is one more discovered on the 14th, and that is this morning. And the one that was discovered this morning uh, is Rickettsial. And what's it like? Well, it's similar to, first of all, rat bite fever. Hmm. Rat bite fever, that's not new. We've had several things. No, that we haven't heard it in a while, but it certainly isn't new. What it is is a red, itchy rash. Uh, it's I don't know why it's called rat bite fever. Maybe it does have to do with a rat bite. But more likely, in my mind, it has to do with the fleas on the rat. Hmm. And when they bite people, they get this infection. Um, Aside from that, let's see, list four, list three, it is also similar, similar, excuse me, to mycobacterial ulcerans, which TB is respiratory. And last, it is similar to Tularemia, that's two in a row with tularemia, but they're different people. So, um, consequently, the tularemia is what we just discussed, urinary frequency, urgency, etc. And that was found this morning. Uh, this is the first EMC Squares hearing about it. Uh, and But they will know more about it shortly. And, oh, I would say it's pretty safe to say within... A half hour, 45 minutes, it'll be on the uh, AIM program. So, the past is now the present, as far as I can see. <laughs> um, 
I would count on that changing. Um, hopefully it won't, but I wouldn't bet that it won't change. I think there's probably still something unknown. So, but we'll find that when we find it, probably today, this weekend. So what do you have, Judy? Fair enough. Well, I actually have uh, a couple of questions from uh, someone who listens every week and, and enjoys all the information you pass on, Stephen. But it, um, it'll open up uh, some additional, uh, probably some additional comments or questions um, in the area of um, healing with AIM slash staying on the AIM program. But specifically, here's, here's what, um, what the specifics that the person's asking. If someone who is on AIM and has been for a few years, for financial reasons, is unable to renew their AIM membership, what happens to the healing process? There are two aspects to this question. Number one, the frequency imbalances they are healing at the time immediately before they stop being on AIM. Do these continue to heal? That's the first part. Often they do. Often once they do. Once that process starts, often it continues, but not always. So, okay. it's, a, so it's a question with the, the worst type of answer for you, mm. uh, and that is it, the answer is variable. Sometimes that stops that process. Other times... The process for that particular what's what's on aim that they've been healing will continue to heal. Well, would you say, Stephen? Because and one way of, of, I'm looking at this is because aim obviously it's it's amazingly comprehensive. And uh, yeah, I know you wrote an article years ago that I can't think of the or what is this thing called healing? I think that that talked about our ability to heal, but you'd like to take the shortcut and stay on the aim program forever. Um, wouldn't a lot of variables within the individual have uh, impact on whether that continues? They're able to complete oh, that healing? Oh, without a doubt, it's created by the individual. Okay. But that okay. doesn't tell us much because we can't answer what those factors are within the right. individual. Right, right. And so if I can't say it, it, it depends upon the person, well, what does it depend upon? I don't know. Yep. And there we are at square one. Yeah, it's almost um, like everything about them. Yeah, I mean, people heal at different rates. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything about their healing is each person is different. Yep. And, uh, you know, some people don't even need to heal most things because they have a strong enough immune system and whatever else they have spiritually that is part of their immune system. Mm-hmm. And by the way, more and more and more, I think spirituality will become seen as a major weapon in the immune system. I think that's something we're going to run across more and more and more and more and more. It's always been. We haven't seen it or spoken about it. But I think that once that chat is out of that bag, um, it ain't going to go back in. It's more like a toothpaste is out of the tube. Let's see you put it back. <laughs> Okay. Indeed. Okay. Any idiot can get it out of the tube, right? Mm-hmm. Any hippo or elephant can get it out of the tube. <laughs> Put it back. Let's see. I, I heard Eileen's little giggle in the background there. Hi, Eileen. Hi. <laughs> okay, Here and here's part two of this person's question. Um, what about the frequency imbalances that were yet to be healed and that were still hidden below others that they were healing or yet to heal? 
in other words, the, the layer is not yet reached. Does the healing process continue for these hidden and yet to be reached imbalances after our photograph is removed from the AIM trace? Well, it's the same answer, but um, it's a little more certain in the direction of no, it prob- they probably will not be healed mm-hmm. without some help. I think you better go back to square one with this in that mm-hmm. this is about you healing yourself. Right. What we do is help you in the process of you healing yourself. Um, we kind of try and make you focus on what you got to heal. Mm-hmm. Your life is made up of so many components. And obviously, if you have something you need to heal you're not all that focused on healing it because it wouldn't be there if you were. I think that's a fair statement. Uh-huh, yep. You know, it's like I told you before. As far as I'm concerned, you get 50 people bitten by a given insect, um, and let's say 49 of them will be okay, and the 50th will get chronic lifelong active polio or chronic active lifelong MS or whatever it may be or Lyme disease or any of these it's the variable of the of what that person has what's in that person is huge that is their immune system you can't define an immune system simply in terms of have you taken enough B6 in your diet today Right. It's far, far, far more subtle than that. But there is something to remember again. Mm-hmm. If you have something, hereditarily or chronically, you weren't focusing well enough to deal with it. So it's hard to say you will deal with it in the future, but not impossible. Right. Because what have you healed up to the time you go off the AIM program? Well, you may have healed enough that your immune system functions very differently. Your rate of healing has changed dramatically. But the, but what it comes down to is this. There's no way in hell you're going to predict it for anyone. Right. Because everyone's different. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you what is there now. I'm good at reading the present. Right. Not the future and um, past. I'm good at, I'm okay at reading the past. That's true. Um, reading the future, <laughs> that's a little <laughs> bit different. And it's different because I, there's so much about this all we don't know. Yeah. I am trying to change that. And I think that um, when I'm finished with this, we'll know a lot more about the process than we did uh, when I started this. Mm-hmm. We'll still not know a hell of a lot, yeah. but we'll know more than we did. Right. Okay. Well, and I'm just going to throw another, just another quick aspect of this. Um, one of the many benefits of staying on the AIM program is that we do tend to think these questions obviously are targeted toward healing hereditary imbalances, um, but. Beyond that, there's so many other balancing energies on the aim trays that support our very being right on right on down to I think helping us make 
be more aware and make better choices to, well, to I add. That as part, I see that as part of healing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, healing yeah. is a huge word. Yeah. Diagnosing and treating is like, okay, you got the clap, excuse me, you've got gonorrhea, mm-hmm. okay, and you diagnose and you can treat it, and with a little bit of luck, it's gone. Yeah. But <clears throat> healing is really, you're healing, ultimately, you are healing you. And anything, any imbalances that are present in you will be healed as part of the process of healing you. Mm-hmm. So it's entirely, entirely different. Um, at one level, this huge difference that is pointed out so uh, dramatically and vociferously by MDs will not be pointed out so dramatically in the future because the weight and importance of healing you will be perceived as being so much greater than anything else. I think they're going to want to try and horn in on that. And I think, uh, you know what? They're welcome. Mm -hmm. Anyone is well. Anyone... For me, anyone who can contribute something to this field that will help me is welcome. Mm-hmm. End of story. A lot of people <clears throat> have a lot of you know problems with science or whatever. I don't. Whatever. Remember, the AIM program is a spiritual technology. That phrase has meaning because it's not just a technology, but okay. it isn't just spirituality either. There is a technology to spirituality. Otherwise, why have the AIM program? Mm-hmm. And many would say, well, don't then. I'm not one of them. Right. Did I answer anything? Was there any question? Mm-hmm. No, that's that's good. <laughs> I was just gonna I was just gonna throw in too. It's it's like a, we we try to remind people that you know you look where you look where your life force started. Uh, when you came on the AIM program, especially if you've come on when we've been under one in, in the in the in the digits, the point zero 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 numbers, but even and a lot of people started in their life force was you know back in the good old days um, was a one. I mean, look how look how far that life force has, how much it has increased. And as you said earlier, life force is an indication of your healing capacity. So let maybe just wrap this up by by reminding people what. To one's life force when they come off the aim trace. Say, what was the last part of that? What, what, you, what, what do you usually see happens when someone comes off the the aim program uh, to their life force? When they come off the aim program? Uh, yeah, let's say they've been off for over six months, and then you, they come back on, so, and you do a returning life force check. What do you usually see that, that's happened with the life force? Well, first of all, the life force is way up from where it was. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but it may drop a little bit because whatever hasn't been dealt with has gotten stronger. And mm, as okay. such, it has, if it is stronger, the person is proportionally weaker. Okay. And so, for me, you got to get it all, and that's what it's all about. 
And that 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 explains too why usually the longer you're off the the program, the the more the life force does drop. But as you said, still it's way ahead of where it was when you started, right? Yeah, because look where most people are, and look at the U.S. Somewhere most of them are around point three now, which is far less than one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, and let, let, before you leave that topic. Uh, point three, that's from, as I recall, immune deficiency frequency from a bug bite, but then it, it can be a, a decimal point in, what, three or four zeros, and then a number two if it's from... Uh, yeah, if, it's come, if it comes from the frequency of HIV, mm-hmm. it's what we call a four two, which is point zero 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 two, okay. which is well under one on a scale of 100. Right. But if it's from the immune deficiency disease frequencies that come from insect bites, it's usually at point three. Okay. Which is still a way under one on a scale of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what must be perceived. Now the other thing is people can be have a life force from a hundred, but not be finished detoxing. And, and you when well they are know. <laughs> detoxing, they will feel. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to feel it. And yeah. I support their desires, but it's un- totally unrealistic. If it's yeah. there, you're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I think if they need something positive, they'll be alive to feel it while they're feeling it. <laughs> uh, and uh, even more positively, if they weren't on the aim for, if they weren't, Feeling it, there's a chance you wouldn't be feeling anything else either. Mm. So there it is, but people don't tend to see that. Um, yeah. And they drop off the AIM program. And you know, when people do that, uh, I never try and get them to come back on. Most no. people actually do come back on mm-hmm. in their time. Yeah, and they and then they pick up right where they left off, so to speak, right? Yes. Mhm. But and um, it's Russian roulette, you know, they're yeah. gambling. Yeah. All righty. Well, Stephen, I had a I wanted to I haven't had a quote here from uh, Neil Donald Walsh or Abraham in a while, and I got got a cute one on the, I'm on the email list for Esther Hicks. A.K.A. Abraham, and I just I just love the sense of humor that comes through. So I wanted to read that, and then we can wrap up here. I also want to mention the call that Roberta's doing next week. But here's a quote from Abraham: "Everything that I think that I need to do is all only in order to propel me to some place that when I get there, I think I will be happier. So everything that I'm doing, no matter what it is, all of my lists of rights and wrongs." are all about me getting to a manifestation that I believe I will then be happier. So, why don't I take a shortcut and just go get happy? Well, well good idea. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you're well, taking the shortcut. I'm, I'm the, sorry, the, what? Uh, you are, if you're on the AIM program, you're taking the shortcut. I take the normal way. Now, that depends. If you believe in reincarnation, I do. 
But if you need reincarnation, the normal way is to blow it, do something wrong, transition, <laughs> and then come back and try it again and try it again. And if you've tried it enough times, you're said to have a very old soul. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Very old souls for that day. As far as I know, it could be the dumbest people in society. (laughs) Who knows? They keep getting it wrong over and over and over again. A hundred thousand times they've been here trying to get it right, and they still can't get it. Okay, so but they become um, geriatrics in their efforts, and they've achieved some kind of seniority. I'd rather be famous as the guy who... I got it right the first time. How about that? <laughs> yeah, That's see you when, what I like. See you when you I'd get rather it. be the Beaujolais of spirituality. Indeed. You know what Beaujolais is? The, the cream of the crop. No, Beaujolais is brand new fresh wine. Ah, okay. Got it. Okay? And every spring, they have a crop of this Beaujolais. That's very good. Very mm. good. But... Uh, Okay, it's not then. aged. Not aged. Okay, fair enough. I I just want to quickly remind everybody we have a monthly call uh, next Wednesday, the 20th, uh, at 5 p.m. Pacific time, and this will be with Roberta Halatic, and the topic is uh, AIM, your facilitator, and you, maximizing this amazing trio. And what we're going to talk about is that you have the lead role in everything, while AIM and your facilitator play key supporting parts. We'll discuss ways to enhance this powerful combination. So please join us. You can always uh, get the access information on all of our websites, and the, the office will send out an email reminder the day before. If you want to write it down, the access number is 712-432-3100, and the conference code is 252-700. Again, 5 p.m. Pacific, and we will, as always, for the last half hour, we'll have interactive time to take your comments and questions. So please do join a, us. I had a, a thought, if I can just tack it on. Absolutely. What's your I thought? like having a little humor in things. You may have noticed that. Yeah. And I'm sort of alone in that. And, you know, it's like if you want people to go, what, and suddenly get their attention, make it instead of aim your facilitator in you, which is very valid and meaningful, and Roberta will do a wonderful job, I'm sure, make it aim your facilitator, you, and oranges. Would that get your attention? <laughs> yeah, I tell you what. From now on, have a nice weekend, darling. I, I, from now on, we're going You just set yourself up. We're going to be consulting with you on these topics. That's a, that, that, I love it. Yes, we. You know what? Look at all the look at all the the <laughs> gems that are in the book sanctuary. It's time to bring some of this back in. So we're going to be knocking on your door. Thank you for opening that. You're quite. You're, you're <laughs> quite welcome. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, sir. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody for being with us. And if you, um, thank you to the the participant who sent those questions in. If there, I want to remind everybody that your facilitator is still your 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 first line of of uh, resource for for questions, especially if they're personal related healing uh, questions, things of that nature. But if there is something that you'd like Stephen to discuss on one of these shows, you can send a note to energy at energeticmatrix.com. That's energy at energeticmatrix.com. Thank you for being with us, and we will see you next week. Stephen, have a good rest of the day and a wonderful weekend. I'll see you next week. That was good, dear. Bye, Eileen. Bye.